Mom Friend Hotline, how may I help you? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mom Friend Hotline. I know I promised this would come out on Saturdays, but I've been lazy and I haven't had the mood to record this but today is a sunday and this is going to come out on a sunday so it's still going to be on a weekend and i'm going to try my best to do it for saturdays from now on but anyway who cares uh as long as you guys get something to listen to that's my goal you know so i'm once again joined by some tea let's have a little taste actually not because it's burning hot scalding or scalding however you say it anyway Today, I had a theme for this podcast, but now I don't remember it, or a, um, a theme for today's, or like a subject for today, but now I don't remember it, so hold on, I need to think about it for a while. So, it's a beautiful day outside today, very pretty, 24 degrees, sun is shining, etc. I think I will go and sunbathe after this. Wow, okay, will you work with me? I think I'll go sunbathe after this and enjoy my life. Um, I still need to edit tomorrow's video that's coming out and I also need to pack because I'm leaving tomorrow to another city as yeah I'm traveling a lot this summer within this country but anyway I love this weather so much I'm a I don't know how you say it in English but I'm always cold basically so um I'm loving this heat, I'm loving the sun, I'm loving the warmth that is both outside and inside. I'm sitting in at home with just uh, this shorts overall and I love it with my very still white legs. I have tan lines but they are like the lines where I have my shoes and socks on so I would like to have some kind of other form of tan lines as well. But I've got an okay tan, like, just by being outside and going on walks, etc. So that's fun. I also like to tan a lot more by moving around instead of just going to the beach and tanning. Although that's also fun. But I feel like if you go to the beach by yourself, it's hard to go for a swim because you have to look after your stuff. And then um, it's not fun if you can't go swimming because you get really warm if you're just laying in the sun. And I also get very tired after sunbathing so i'd rather do it in a form of an activity than just laying at the beach not that any of you care but when i'm editing this podcast i hate the sound of me breathing so i always edit it out i don't know if other youtubers i know youtubers podcasters do that or maybe i just breathe in very i don't know loudly so um yeah and i can still hear myself breathing when i'm doing this i don't know how people do that like do they just edit it out as well like I've never thought about that before. I actually started myself podcasting. Tea break. Actually, originally, I was supposed to talk about self-confidence in this podcast episode. We'll see, maybe we'll go that way. But now I thought I was actually feeling about talking about being an extrovert or being an introvert or being an ambivert, which I classify as and which I feel like a lot of other people also classify as being. So we all know that the kind of simplistic thought is that extroverts get energy from being around people, introverts get energy from being alone, and ambiver ambiverts get energy from doing both or need a little bit of both. 
So I've been seeing so many friends this week. It's been lovely. I've been loving my life. It's been lovely seeing everybody and catching up. And there are people who I haven't seen like since Christmas or even longer or almost everybody. Anyway, but still. Uh, so I've been catching up with everybody and we've been doing a bunch of stuff, going around shopping and just going for walks or outside most of the time, etc. So that has been a lot of fun. I'm probably actually also seeing a friend tonight. But I've just noticed that even though I get so much energy from seeing my friends, just the fact that I've had so much to do this week has made me super tired and exhausted and just want to be... Uh, and I just feel like I want to be her a hermit in a cave and just draw into my own company and enjoy my own silence and just nothingness. How can you hear the washing machine? I don't get it. How can you hear? It's on the other side of the room. No way close this microphone. Anyway, amazes me every time what this microphone can pick up. I currently am feeling like I want to become a hermit in a hut, but I also feel like I know that uh, when I'm gonna be by myself this day. I also know that I'm gonna crave company in the evening, so it's gonna be fun to see my friend. Plus, she's so close to me that we're probably just gonna, like, I don't know, do our own stuff, but together, or just, like, hang out and chill and, like, talk and, you know. I don't know, like, I feel like there's different levels of friendship, um, and different, obviously, like, depending on the activity that you do, but there's the friendships that can both give you energy when you're seeing the friend, but also drain you in the way that it's not it's extrovert energy, but it's drawing from your introvert energy. And then there are friendships where you are both getting the extrovert energy, but you're at the same time recharging your introvert batteries because you can sort of be alone with your friend. Does this make sense to you? Like you're so close with that person that when you're just hanging out with them, you're at the same time recharging your own batteries because you can basically just sit in silence for 15 minutes and that's completely fine. And I feel like that's kind of the friendship that I have or that we're gonna like, when I'm gonna hang out today with my friend, like that's what we're having. <laughs> like we're recharging both our extrovert but also our introvert batteries at the same time. Like we can be together but still have our alone time. I don't know if that makes sense. I feel like that's also obviously, I have this with most of my friends that I can hang out with them and still charge my introvert batteries, especially if we're just like not doing something super busy, like not going shopping or for super long walks, etc. But more like just sitting and chilling, you know? But with this friend, especially who I'm seeing tonight, we have lived near each other for many years or actually it's just because our parents live close to each other and then we've been living with our parents when we were still in high school so we used to hang out a lot just after like school or on weekends etc and just basically do nothing together because we lived so close by so like if one was watching a movie we just like ask if the other one, other one wanted to come over etc so we had a lot of we'd have a lot of movie nights and i feel like that just that's something that has kind of become a habit over the years. So you've been spending your alone time together with someone else. So when you've kind of been craving a little social interaction, but at the same time you've needed to charge your batteries. So I feel like it's 
<laughs> kind of the kind of the difficulty like both the gift and the difficulty of being an ambivert is that you both need the social interactions with other people in order to feel happy and healthy and energized but at the same time you also need to recharge your batteries so then there might be these conflict situations where you're like well i really want to see these friends but at the same time i also really want to be by myself and you're like i can't really do both in the same night you know like either i'm seeing my friends or i'm being by myself because if you've seen your friends for like a few hours and you come home and you're being a few hours by yourself it's not really the same like you know like you need either a whole night for yourself or a whole night with your friends at least that's how it goes in my mind but at the same time i feel like ambiverts are great in the sense that extroverts might suffer from being alone for too long time that they actually might need to see friends more often in order to actually feel fulfilled and energized and the best version of themselves so if you'd seclude them in a forest just by themselves they'd probably be like very miserable versus versus if you put an introvert by themselves into a hut and to be a hermit they probably would love their life you know like they'd probably miss some social interaction but at the same time they probably would also just enjoy their own company so much that it wouldn't really matter that there is nobody else and then an ambivert would probably be yeah, I don't know. I love being an ambivert. And as I said, I feel like most people are ambiverts on different levels. Obviously, some are more extrovert and then less introvert. Some are more introvert and then less extrovert. But it's really just a gift. And I feel like I talked about this before, like to people close to me, that I feel like I've become more of an introvert over the years, like since high school. And I think that that's just partly because I need more time to recharge my batteries. I love social interactions, etc. But at the same time, with also like school and other factors that are draining your energy, I feel like I just really need more time to recharge by myself. And I feel that also comes from being on my phone. Like if we didn't have smartphones, I would need a lot less time by myself to recharge my batteries. Simply because when I'm on my phone, I'm partially having the social interaction in a way like if i follow instagram and um, people message me and i answer messages so i'm never really just alone unless i put my phone away or on night shift etc and that's what i've been trying to do especially now in evenings if i've been seeing friends in the morning or whatever during the day i then tend to try and put my phone away for the evening and not answer messages so that i can have a little quiet moment by myself especially during the summer like my favorite part of being by yourself is evenings like just yesterday there was this the prettiest sunset that i've seen in a while or it was like after the sun had already set there the um the sky was really like pastel colors and yeah i don't know it was just it was very beautiful and very serene and calm and i really enjoyed just being by myself and sitting on the balcony i drank some wine drank some tea I listened to people passing by, partying. It was the um, people graduated from high school yesterday. So there were a lot of high school graduates on the move, so to say. I'm going to have some tea now before it calms, cools down. Oh, it's still hot, just like me. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's so good. Anyway. So there are so many pros and cons, or actually even more pros to being an ambivert. As I said, I thought I was, or for a long time, I considered myself to be an extrovert. I didn't need that much time by themselves. But I also feel like that's just something maybe that's different when you grow up because I definitely had my alone time. And as I said, we didn't have smartphones then. 
So I didn't need as much alone time as I do need now because once I left school, I had my alone time when I came home and like played by myself or did my homework or whatever, you know? Like there wasn't a way for people to contact me. And then even when phones came into like the scenario and I texted with some friends or sometimes called with them, it wasn't like a regular day-to-day basis that we would text or something. And it was also always like exciting if someone texted you because it wasn't like the norm necessarily or like you weren't, it's not the same as now that, you know, when you leave school that the contact just ends with your friend until you see them the next day no you continue talking with your friend the whole like evening and night etc until you see them the next day so i feel like i was kind of like mini charging my introvert batteries every single day and didn't really notice that i would in any specific way need a day off just for me also we did a lot of things with my family and i feel like family doesn't really drain your extrovert batteries especially when you're you know you drain your introvert batteries especially when you're young because they're just a part of your day-to-day life and especially if you have a healthy and happy relationship with your parents like i have it just yeah it's like you you are having your alone time but with your parents as well in a way i only started noticing that i really needed more time I think in high school and when smartphones came along and now in university, obviously I feel like maybe the chronic chronic mononucleosis had an effect on that as well, that I just need more time by myself because my body needs more time to recover and restore. Honestly, I have like sometimes the body of an 84 year old. I love my body so much and like everything it's gone through, it's amazing that it's still working as normally as possible. But still, sometimes I feel like I recover like an 84-year-old. And I feel like an 84-year-old could recover faster than I could from a day of doing sports. But anyway, yeah, so I feel like people just don't take the time to be alone anymore. Like, obviously, extroverts don't need as much time alone as introverts or ambiverts. But I feel like it's a talent that is almost missing these days. And people tend to panic a little if they have to be by themselves. And did I already do an art episode on the art of being alone? I probably did. You should go and listen to that. But I'm still going to dive a little into this now. Um, people just don't know how to be by themselves these days. And I get it. It's not like the easiest thing ever. It's something that you have to get used to and like find ways to find it enjoyable. In a sense, you almost have to, like, you have if you have this inner voice, not everybody has it, but I tend to sometimes have conversations with myself as crazy as this sounds, but um, I know that everybody does that. Anyway, so you sort of almost have to think of it as you and your inner voice hanging out together, you know? Like <laughs> like as, you, as if you would hang out with a friend, but you're just hanging out with yourself, you know? And then you have to find ways to entertain yourself and find ways that what you think is interesting and then you can have conversations with yourself like if you go by yourself to a museum I usually have a conversation with my inner voice about like the art that there is and I don't mean like literal conversations I mean they're like thoughts and then me reacting to my thoughts so for instance if I see a painting that I really like I'm like wow these colors are these colors are very pretty and like my inner voice reacts that way and then I react to that inner voice kind of by being like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I really like these colors. I wish I could buy this painting home. Like, if I had the money, I would really support this artist. 
Or then if I see a painting that I really don't understand, I might be like, my inner voice might react saying that I really don't get how this is art and how this sells for like 2 million euros because I could honestly make this at home and probably that's just me not understanding art or then somebody being a genius doing this art and selling it for two million dollars or euros whatever and those are like conversations that you can practice and find in anything that you do by yourself and notice or realizing that you don't always have to be in silence with yourself in a way and that it's completely fine to let those thoughts come and go usually your inner voice if it's telling you something very critical or scary or despisable which you don't like it's really trying to tell you something it's trying to tell you that something's not okay and that you've been ignoring it for a very long time because it's not normal for your inner voice to speak badly to you. Think of it, you should honestly think of your inner voice as your friend in a way. If they're speaking very rudely to you or very badly to you or degrading your, or if they're degrading your success in any aspect of, or form of life, it's kind of like having a toxic friend. You just don't want to accept the fact that you're having toxic thoughts and where those toxic thoughts might have originated from. Usually family relations. Just saying, go to therapy. Anyway, <laughs> no, but um, but it's true. Like if you think about it, if you have a lot of critical voices inside your head or your thoughts degrading you every time you try to be successful or you are successful or every time somebody compliments you, you're not believing those compliments, <clears throat> or your inner voice is just telling you to smile and not to say thank you, but then it's telling you that they're not true, that they're lies, and that's not really what you look like. It's like having a toxic friend constantly on your shoulder, being toxic, and you have to get rid of that toxicness. And when you find the balance with being in your own company and having that inner voice with you all the time, it's honestly like having a best friend with you along the way and you can find fascinating things in your thoughts, honestly, or very boring things. Your inner thoughts just don't really have a sensor, at least I don't have any sensor on my inner thoughts. So if I find something to be super ugly, my inner thoughts think that, and then my consciousness has to react to being like, hey, that wasn't really fun, you know? Like I noticed that I might be judging people on the street and I'm like, honestly like who are you to judge absolutely anybody like you're not you know a goddess even though you might be very although you might be very confident in yourself and in your body and you know be feeling it today you're not like rated the world's most beautiful person and even if you would beauty doesn't always come or doesn't come from the outside it comes from the inside and stop judging people and i know this that i have to constantly remind myself these things when my inner thoughts like decide to act out when I see somebody who doesn't meet my beauty standards and I find it to be completely ridiculous and I hate having those thoughts but there's nothing I can do about it they're my inner thoughts they're reacting and they're not reacting to me they're reacting to something else but those are also my critical voices and they're telling me something that I have to work on I've noticed that it's usually something that I'm scared might happen to me like if I see, it's usually something that I see in a person that could, that I could see myself kind of getting into. And then I'm like, how can I judge another person for being like that or looking like that when they probably have lived a very different life than me and have, you know, their own problems and own situations to solve that I haven't experienced and that I could 
be exactly in the same situation in like 10 years or five years or in two weeks like you never know and that's probably something that I should take up in like therapy or by myself actually that's something I should ponder by myself a little more that when do my critical voices arise because they usually arise towards other people and not myself and that probably tells something very much about myself too which I'm not aware about yet but I am proud for the fact that I always react back to them. It's always something that I absolutely do not tolerate for myself because kindness is free and I feel like kindness is the key to absolutely everything in everybody's heart and everybody's friendship, relationships, whatever. Obviously, you can't be too kind and let everybody walk over you, but that's a different situation. You know, that that's then there's toxicity involved, but there's nothing wrong with being kind and having that as an aspiration in your life. I just saw this TikTok yesterday at 1am in the morning when I was supposed to go to bed, but I didn't, where this woman said, or was like three things that I've learned from dying and coming back to life. So she had been in some kind of accident. She didn't really open it in the video where she apparently had died and come back to life or they've, you know, managed to resuscitate, resuscitate her. Is that the correct word? I don't know. Resuscitate her from death. And she said that, or the one that really stuck to me was that it doesn't matter what you look on the outside because that can be destroyed in literal minutes. But it does matter who you are in the inside and that's something that you should work on because if you lose what you look like on the outside which can happen in like just one simple small accident in a few minutes and you haven't worked on the person who you are inside you're going to be very lost and not have much to give value to you in life like if the only value that you give is to your outer appearance you're not going to have much to live by because, as she also said, your outer appearance can literally be destroyed in just a few minutes. Or also, as you age, you don't look the same as you looked before. And she also she also took up the fact that kindness is free and is something that we should all strive towards. And I completely agree with her. I also feel like people really lack the empathy nowadays or like people, the level of empathy in the general population has drastically gone down from like five to ten years ago and i blame partly smartphones obviously there are very empathic people out there etc but i just feel like in general people don't aren't acting as empathetically as they used to or um compassionately as they used to whereas yeah, aren't acting as compassionately as they used to before. And I feel like that's partly also coming from your values and politeness. Like bef before, people might have acted compassionately also out of politeness because it was the good thing to do and it was very frowned upon if you didn't help an el elderly person cross the street. And I feel like that's something that isn't maybe valued as much nowadays or isn't as core isn't as a core factor when you're raising your kid as it used to be before i feel like you might be bringing up compassion and empathy in different circumstances and in different ways that aren't maybe necessarily as concrete as helping somebody cross the street it's maybe coming more in how you treat other people how you have to accept people coming from different backgrounds the whole lgbtqa community 
and just like the acceptance of gen- in general of like people looking different and coming from different backgrounds and understanding that people might experience their gender for instance very differently than you and that's completely normal and even though you wouldn't understand it it doesn't mean that it's something that has to be or or is it doesn't mean that it's something that should be frowned upon but rather accepted and praised and seen as valuable that there are so many different people who and people who are different from you from who you can learn new things and I feel like empathy can maybe be shown in those respects from kids these days and young people but definitely I feel like smartphones have taken away the ability of compassion and empathy and just it's not the same when you're communicating through messages versus if you're communicating face to face And I remember there has been these also. And I also remember that there has been these scientific experiments or some sort of experiments where they've noticed that young people don't develop their empathy and compassion skills the same way as people used to before when they're on their smartphones because they don't... or Their ability to read micro-expressions and people's like the message that people are sending when using the tone of their voice or their body language etc has drastically gone down simply because we're communicating so much through our smartphones that they have a lot less face-to-face interaction so they're not learning to read body signals and emotions and vibrations of like energy (laughs) of people in the air and that's obviously affecting partly their empathy and compassion because you can't really relate to what somebody else is feeling if you're not even realizing what this, what somebody else might be feeling. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot on smartphones that we haven't even dived into yet because smartphones have existed for what, like 10 years, a little more. And yeah, like the long-term effects are probably going to be seen like in 2050. I have a feeling, I don't know why, But I have a feeling that technology is going to evolve, but we're going to find out something on smartphones that is completely going to like devastate, you know, the human race. And later on in the future, we're just going to be like, how could we ever use smartphones? Like how, how is it possible? Like how couldn't we see how toxic it was? into our systems, etc. Like there's probably going to be like a new smartphone, but without the side effects. You know, there's going to be the possibility to record a podcast like we're doing now or taking photos or what did I say we? Anyway, taking photos or connecting with your friends, etc. Some that won't, you know, have the same side effects in a way. I don't know, but uh, definitely I feel like the phone also, also... or the radiation of phones like I I okay this might be like my paranoia or like some kind of whatever but I've noticed that I don't sleep as well if my phone is next to my bed versus if it's further away in the same room or even better in a completely different room there's just something about it that just has an effect on how I sleep and I blame the radiations even though they probably aren't really like radiations but you know I blame that um yeah so we'll see where that's gonna go this really start this wow this podcast really went on like a trip tonight because we started talking about ambiverts and now we're talking about smartphone and technology and how it's ruining our lives anyway tea break yeah i'm really going to talk about self-confidence or some kind of deep topic next time where you guys can get more 
more kind of like mom friend advice in a way out of this podcast but now I just I really wanted to talk about what was on my mind and just ramble on that um and now that I got started I could literally just record another episode but I really need to go and pack my bags as well I have these orange nails today or that I put on I painted a few days ago um the nail polish is already kind of coming off but it's a very pretty orange I didn't really think that I could use orange nail polish I didn't think I was an orange nail polish girl but my mom gave this to me because she said she didn't really use it anymore. Um, and I like it. It has these kind of spikes on them. And yeah, that's nice. I also bought this poly gel kit for my nails because I have this completely horrible bad habit of um, biting my cuticles if they're dry. And obviously they are dry all the time now that we're using so much hand sanitizer because of the pandemic. So I don't bite them if I have longer nails or if I have fake nails. So yeah, we'll see how that goes as well. Wow, I don't know. I am feeling so tired today, probably because I went so late to sleep, literally at half past one in the morning. And I wasn't even tired. I wasn't even tired and I looked outside and there was still light. Like I really don't get summer. I'm honestly almost half like manic just because... There's so much light. I have so much energy. I have so many projects that I want to do and create. And like now, like honestly, the amount of social interactions I've had this week and how much I've been walking and to places and going from like different places from place to place, having work, studying, etc. It's a miracle that I'm still like standing because during winter, I probably would have needed like five naps by now like during the day to survive this week but now i haven't needed or coffee or something but now i've just been going on green tea and not even that on every day and i'm still alive which is like miraculous and not tired well yeah now i'm tired because i'm always tired if i go to sleep after 12 i'd love to wake up like early in the morning like 7 a.m ish but yeah that's never gonna happen like if i'm obviously if i when i work full time then of course and it might like become a rhythm or so forth but just i don't know the sunsets are so pretty like the best time of the day is from 10 p.m to 11 30 p.m because the sunsets are just so pretty and since the sun rises already like at 5 a.m if you want to see like the morning light it's really at that time of the day the day and not like 7 a.m is already like daylight so it's not really the same, you know, like it's not the same experience because um, you get to see like the sunset, which I feel like sunsets and sunrises are very pretty. Like the light is very soft and you really feel like, yeah, it's like the best time to be by yourself, I feel like. But anyway, we'll see. Maybe maybe one day I will become a morning person once it goes towards, you know, the autumn again and the days are shorter, etc. I don't know how long you listeners like these podcast episodes i personally prefer them to be like 30 to 45 minutes when i'm listening to podcasts also they could be longer but i feel like that's like the average good length um but let me know like on my instagram or something dm me at yasu stories um yeah and let me know what you think like what's your preferred podcast length and is there any certain subjects that you'd like me to talk about also do you like the structure of this podcast? Like, I don't know. Just give me, like, give me some feedback. Somebody has given me a very lovely feedback on Apple Podcasts. It's been a while ago. 
but I do go back to it and read it many times because it just makes me so happy, honestly. So if you'd like to leave a review on this podcast, I would very much appreciate that and it will make my day. So you can go and do that on Apple Podcast at least or the podcast application and just, you know, you can always slide into my DMs, you know, on Instagram or wherever you, yeah, on YouTube, you can actually find me on YouTube as well if you want to there comment on my channel on my podcast, but I didn't know that, yeah, at least for me, it'd be easier to, to just slide into the DMs in a way. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm sorry if this episode was a little all over the place, but I, I don't know. I also kind of like those episodes too. I hope that you had a wonderful walk or whatever you were doing, cleaning, just chilling by yourself listening to this. Thank you so much for listening and joining me here today. I will, I will return to your ears <laughs> next weekend, hopefully. And then I will talk about something more deep and actually do notes and have a little therapy session prepared for all you lovely listeners. But anyway, thank you so much for joining me here today. As I said, I will go now and sunbathe and enjoy the weather and pack my bag for tomorrow's trip. Thanks so much for being here and I'll see you next week. Bye.